Not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it is faced. James Baldwin. Greetings, Barrier Breakers. Join me each week on the Road to Equity, where we discover and explore human interaction and connection. Let's identify roadblocks and barriers, implement solutions and strategies to inspire results. It is an eye on equity as we navigate life filled with detours and pit stops meant to challenge us and show us a piece of who we are. I firmly believe that through shared experiences, lessons, and laughter, we can begin to change the world. So if you will, join me and buckle up for courageous conversations and insights to help change the narrative and close the gap on the road to equity. As 2020 comes to a close, an important part of growth is reflection. It's the focus of the chapter one in my book in which I use a mirror to depict where we must begin. With ourselves, of course, and 2020, like no other, has been such a challenging, stressful, and it's brought with it a collective awakenings of some sort that I'm so grateful for because we wouldn't be having a lot of these conversations if we wouldn't have gone through it. For some, we knew these stories and experiences existed, but many people were willing to ignore, assume, or silence these stories because they didn't impact their households. For some, they thought, it didn't happen to me, so it must not exist. Well, 2020 has taught us otherwise, and many events ripped the blinders off of people who were wearing them and allowed them to see the disparity, now magnified, while the large group of us were in the back waving our hands saying, we've been trying to tell you these issues all along. So, as we reflect, let's count down in no particular order, or actually the order in which I woke up in the middle of the night texting myself these topics as they came to me. I'm sure some of you guys do that. No judgment zone here, right? <laughs> and maybe I'm helping some of my less organized, my less organized barrier breakers find a new knack for reminding themselves. Text yourself, because you all you got, right? So, okay, back to it. Some of these are reflections and some of them are celebrations as a collective of what we experienced, and others are a bit more personal. So I hope this countdown, again, in no particular order, finds you a way to connect with what has happened to all of us in 2020, as we've all shared some of the same experiences or similar ones that have prompted a little more growth than we expected this year, but nonetheless, we survived. Number one, COVID-19 shifted how we interact socially with our family, our friends, and our community, at work, with our organizations, and in educational settings. It impacted everything from how we socialize with our homies and the fans to how we show up at work, if we even show up at all. Everybody was like, Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. We on the screen like, Zoom, Zoom, right? <laughs> like, oh my gosh, so much Zoom. But COVID-19 also peeled back the layers to really showcase what some of us knew all along, how different communities were being impacted disproportionately in the healthcare field. It also looked in the educational field and tech and all of these things. 
So it was a great way to start that conversation as we move into the new year. Number two, black exhaustion is what I will call this. To work in a field of diversity, equity, and inclusion, race is always an uncomfortable topic for many people as we battle racism and systems and paired with constantly seeing people who look like me and look like the young men we're raising murdered on the news by police. Police have seen black men as threats and 2020 was a reminder of this. We still have a long way to go. My heart could hardly bear to watch the video of the officer kneeling on George Floyd's neck, but I did because that's the reality we face and the systems we must fight to create justice. Jonathan Dwayne Price, Rayshard Brooks, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Atiana Jefferson, Elijah McClain, Javier Ambler, Ahmaud Arbery, and the many more lost. In addition, we say together we can't breathe and Black Lives Matter yesterday, today, and forever. As Black exhaustion continues, the exhaustion of being Black, also a female and fighting for justice, I'm letting people know that this is not the job of your Black friend, your Black coworker, or your Black family member to teach you about social issues. Sophia Chang summed it up when she said, my daily existence is an act of defiance, living in a system that's not meant for me, not meant for us. But I want to challenge you and everyone to think anyway, create anyway, dance anyway, fight for justice anyway. And people self-educate and be proactive in your own learning. Many companies and organizations should take the steps necessary to hire people to have these conversations because it's the organization's responsibility, not the individual black employee. That's a DE&I initiative you can take away back to your company, organization, or school. Number three, therapy works. I started individual therapy this year for the first time. I needed someone, a professional, to help me break things down and learn healthy coping skills to set boundaries. I never was taught how to do that, and I had to make an adult decision as I was self-aware that I needed help in this area, and it wasn't advice that my homegirl could give me. That's kind of different. I was the woman who thought I did not need help, and the conversation when I did start therapy uh, would start with, how is everything? And I would say, everything's fine. I'm okay. But after explaining and unpacking what okay meant for that week, I realized there were a lot more layers I needed to deal with. So if you need to talk to someone or you're just unsure, take the time now for yourself to get a therapist who you feel comfortable with to help you. And it's okay to need help. My social anxiety was out of the roof with COVID-19, but now I feel less stressed because my appointments are all virtual. So it's a win-win. Number four, I'm creative as fuck. I didn't realize my full potential until I was backed into the COVID-19 corner. Now I realize that this was my natural gift. Have an idea, I can make it come to life. Build a website, edit a video, graphic design, this podcast, spicing up documents, marketing and election material. I found my natural abilities and I nurtured the F out of them this year. Looking back in my K through 12 educational years, my notebook and notes came alive because of my doodling. 
And even looking over my old projects, my mom gifted me a few years back as a Christmas present. I looked over all my work and was like, damn, Karen, you are creative. Number five, 2020 taught me who is really there. We had a tough year, not just with COVID, but with dealing with prejudices, discrimination and racism and systems. And the people who showed up and showed out for us was a true blessing. People we didn't expect and some we did. Your care carried us through, so thank you. There is power in the name of Jesus. Number six, gospel music come through for real, for real in 2020. I was having church every day, folks, followed by some rap by Meg Thee Stallion, making me feel like a goddess. Then the playlist split to Blue Tacoma and my country hits, followed by classics like Maze and Frankie Beverly, which by the way, that's still the concert I hope to see one day. Number seven, pay attention to your body. Sometimes it tells you what the mind is trying to get you to ignore. I had to learn how to pay attention to my body, stress, anxiety, so much more in 2020 to be in tune with that to get myself back on balance. Number eight, no one can change your truth. Your truth is your truth. That's something I had to work through and learn through with my therapist and just to know myself that what I speak is my experience and that's my truth and I'm okay with that. Number nine, celebration moment. I wrote a book. If you haven't heard of it, I'm sure you have because you're listening to this podcast. It's called The Road to Equity, The Five C's to Construct an Equitable Classroom. And plug, it's available at Barnes and Nobles and on Amazon. Or if you'd like to buy a bulk order, you can contact me for a great discount. But guys, so much to celebrate. I wrote a book and I also got my first paid contract in 2020. I realized the importance of my work, even though it's tough and challenging at times, something that I won't stop, that I've got to keep going. Number 10, I'm stronger than I think. And I think that's for you too. I think in 2020, it's taught us all that we're stronger than we realize. Uh, we've got more fight in us than we thought, and we have to keep fighting in 2021. Number 11, thank God I don't look like what I've been through or how I feel. I'm so grateful that I can still wake up every morning and sometimes we're going through things, but just don't have that outward appearance that shows it. I'm glad that I'm able to push through and do the work that I need, but I also learned that I have to take care of myself, my inside, my body, and learn that I have to take time for myself and just breathe. Number 12. If it's for me, it's for me. And if it's for you, it's for you. God gave me a vision for the business for a reason. And I, I want to forever carry out this work. And so whatever God has for you, it's for you. Walk in that, walk in that pathway and walk in your truth. Number 13, if we are too busy, we can't hear God. Sometimes we have to sit down, take a moment and really be still so that we can hear God. But sometimes we can get so busy, caught up in our daily things, or we can be busy creating busyness ourselves so that we don't have to deal with some of the things in the real world. But if we're too busy, we can't hear God. So take that time to be silent and be still. Number 14, my plants are my new babies. I learned something in COVID-19 that I never knew about myself, that I actually like to garden and plant, and I'm pretty good at it. 
before and years past when I tried my knack at this really didn't work out. But this year I was able to have so many wonderful blooms, uh, herbs that I planted, things that just made me feel like I was uh, growing something, being a part of something outside of myself when the world was kind of closing in on everything. So find your way and your knack in nature. Number 15, knowledge is power. There's so much I learned this year about myself, my people, our struggle, and it's why I do what I do and will continue to do what I do. Seeing injustices daily, uh, whether on the news, in person, whether at the local level, the state level, at the national level, and on the world, wanted me to start a change within myself, to spread out to organizations, and to create the change I wish to see in the world. So continue learning, continue reading, and continue being a part of a book study. Um, tag on to one so that you can continue to expand your mind. Download an Audible. Listen to many of the free ones they have. Just continue to learn and learn and learn and grow in 2021. Number 16, peace is an inward job. It starts with you, and you have to protect your peace. Number 17, appreciate the process. Be good stewards over small things, and then the big things will, you will be blessed with. Number 18, we learned racism is alive and well. Hashtag that is all. Number 19, I lack, and a lot of people lack, compassion for ourselves. Tell yourselves you did good, even if you don't believe it. Speak it anyway, because sometimes we forget who we are. So be compassionate to yourself, celebrate the small wins, and it's about progress over perfection. Number 20, do it afraid rather than not doing it at all. This has been my mission for 2020, going into and continue creating a new business, uh, writing a book. It is never going to be the perfect time. And most of the time, we will have everything we already need to do it. It's never going to be the right time to start a business. It's never going to be the right time to write a book. It's never going to be the right time, right? But do it anyway and do it afraid. Success can be overwhelming. Uh, failure can be overwhelming too. So do it afraid because fortune favors the bold. So that's the T for 2020. 20 things I learned, reflections I'm taking, serving piping hot and full of flavor. Thank you all for your loving support and encouragement throughout 2020. Being an entrepreneur and one, especially in a diversity, equity, and inclusion world can be overwhelming and daunting at times, where we're constantly faced with helping others break down barriers within themselves, their organizations, and the community. It's like a never-ending cycle you can't escape, like James Baldwin said. To be a Negro in this country and to be relatively conscious is to be in a state of rage almost all of the time. However, it's important work that comes from the heart that many people who came before me have fearlessly lit the torch. So I carry it with pride and seeking out justice and doing my part. I can't wait to see what 2021 holds as 2020 opened the door to identify so many necessary inequities to light so many woke conversations to happen, whether in healthcare, real estate, education, technology, I can go on and on. 
I can't wait to bring you new content, new stories, new voices, and continue sharing this brave journey with barrier breakers like yourself. So in 2020, we identified a tremendous amount of work that still needs to be done. Let's mobilize our voices collectively to implement strategies to inspire results. See you in 2021, Barrier Breakers. I am finally telling my story and want to empower others to do the same. Tune in each week to my podcast where we identify, implement, and inspire with an eye on equity as we make the world brighter, kinder, and a safer space for all to be the best versions of themselves. So buckle up for courageous conversations and insights to help close the gap and change the narrative on the road to equity.